Hi everyone, thank you for downloading this week's episode of Season 2 of the What The Fortlet Podcast. Every week, Rob and I are going to bring you some inspirational stories from our amazing running community, along with some loosely running theme banter from us. Loose is definitely the right word, dude. But before we get started, if you enjoyed the show today, there's a few ways that you can support us. Firstly, wherever it is that you get your podcast, please do subscribe. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, then leave us a review and a rating. It goes a long way to making our show more visible to people who may enjoy it. Yeah, we're really active on social media, so you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or contact us directly through our dedicated email address. All the info is in our bio. Give us a follow, share with your friends, and come and have a chat with us. If this is your first time listening, we do have our back catalogue of shows available, including the entirety of Series 1 and all of Series 2 so far. It's free to listen to at your leisure. There's some great episodes in there that we are both very, very proud of. So please do go check them out and let us know what you think. Yeah, and finally, 2021 is a big year for my co-host. He embarks on a journey with his oldest pal, Graham, to run the Berlin Marathon, all in support of Prostate Cancer UK. We'll be embarking on some wacky challenges throughout the year to support him, so keep your eyes peeled and ears pricked for that. Share the story and get involved where you can. Most importantly, if you can spare some change, then head over to our Just Giving page. The link is in our social media and in our bio. Any donations that you do make will be gratefully received. How was that, mate? Absolutely spot on, brother. Should we get on with the show? Let's do it. Are you alone, groupie, and are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world of both like run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in. She was walking home. This episode's dedicated to the memory of Sir Everard and in recognition of the struggle that women all across this country and around the world suffer every single day when just wanting to be safe. Welcome to episode 12 of series two of the What the Fartlet podcast. My name's Rob. Uh, and I'm Matt. And we're going to do things a little bit differently today, Matthew, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes, it's, it's... Fitting that we do, I think. I 100% agree. Guys, if you are a regular follower of the podcast, uh, you will know that the last three weeks we've had a running theme. Um, It's been about celebrating women. It's been about addressing the issues that women face in running, as well as in the wider world. And one of the key items that has come out of both our episode two weeks ago and the incredible, I'll go on record to say, International Women's Day takeover by the amazing women who are part yeah. of our team, um, was street harassment. And yeah. about four or five weeks ago, when we put in all of this together, we decided that we were going to speak to Kat Roberts, didn't we, Matt? Uh-huh. Um, because we thought that would be a really nice way to bring everything full circle. After we yeah. talked about it two weeks ago, the ladies talked about it last week, got some really interesting views, opinions, quite eye-opening. Kat is um, a huge um, advocate for fighting street harassment um, and speaks very eloquently and very passionately about it. And we really wanted to get her on to round off this conversation. However, given what has happened in the last week, with the unthinkable and despicable murder of Sir Everard. It puts a slightly different spin on it. 
And so rather than folding that conversation into our normal banter, hijinks, whatever you want to call it, Matt and I and the rest of the team have decided that what we're going to do is we're going to launch straight into Cat's chat, which we had about four weeks ago, as her voice is the most important as a woman in this. And that's the interesting thing with this that I think needs to be taken away. We talk about not all men, but I think that as men, we desperately need to check our egos at the door. We need to understand that our words and our actions are important, but equally we need to understand that we are not the most important voice in the room. And that first of all, listening to strong women like Kat, who have strong voices on the subject, is vitally important. But equally, we need to listen for those voices of women who maybe have not felt strong enough to come forward in the past, but are beginning to now, thankfully, if any good can come of these awful events. So what do you say, Matt? I know I've talked a lot, mate. Sorry. Should we no, get no. over? Should we chat to Kat? Yep. And then me and you will yeah. have a little talk about it afterwards. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's the best, best way to go about it, I think. Yeah, let's do it. This conversation was recorded before the events of the past week, International Women's Day and the tragic murder of Sarah Everard. I wanted to address this as Rob and myself have a fairly chirpy, chatty conversation about public sexual harassment, primarily in the running community. The tone of this is more casual than it would have been if we'd have recorded in light of recent events. A recent UN survey has shown that 97% of young women have experienced sexual harassment. This problem is vast and goes far beyond the running community. It's impossible to not acknowledge the severity of the past week's events prior to this chat as we did not get into the depth of the extremities of public sexual harassment and violence against women and girls. The survey mentioned in the episode is no longer taking submissions. However, the Home Office have reopened their survey looking into violence against women and girls. If you have a spare 15 minutes, I really recommend you add your voice to the conversation by filling this in. And if you are interested in how you can make a difference in your day-to-day life, go ahead and follow Active Bystander Initiative on Instagram at active.bystander.initiative. Thank you. Right then, gang, it's that time of the week again for us to sit back, relax and enjoy some inspirational words from a member of our awesome running community. I'm here today with Kat Roberts, uh, Instagram expert you're pretty good on instagram can't you you're yeah. all um uh of course experienced runner she's a map bag she's a team map member but don't hold that against her yeah. um, i seem to say all the time we interview a lot of team mat members lately uh and a campaigner uh, i'm gonna get it right campaign for the awareness um uh, of public sexual harassment so kat how are you doing today i'm very well thank you how are you Yes, good, good. It's Sunday. Yeah, I'm going to go. Have you been for a run yet today? Uh, I've not, no. I thought about it and then I looked out the window and a blizzard is coming down in London. So. You got snow. We've not. We've got it on one side of Sheffield, but not on the other. It's weird. Uh, We're okay. So I'm sorry to hear that. No, no. Well, no, to be fair, I'm over snow now. Snow's fun for about a day and then it's just. Yeah, it's nice to look at and then people go in it and ruin it. So. Yeah. Exactly. And then I've got to go for a run. I've got to get to work. No, it's not for me. Um, Good. Right. So let's get started. Loads to talk about. Loads of important things to talk about. But we always start these conversations in the same place. Do you want to tell me a little bit about how you first got into running? 
Yeah, well, it's not the most exciting running story. I'd say it's fairly cliche. Um, started as an insecure teenager, kind of the classic, I want to lose weight, but I don't want to stop eating junk food. Uh, so I'm going to go out for a run and sort of found that I was, I don't want to say a natural at it because I, I'm not. Uh, I think I'm a fairly average runner, but it's something that I really enjoy and really love a lot. Um, so I went out for that first run and found that I picked it up fairly quickly and didn't hate it, which I think is when people tend to stop running is because it's, it's hard and they hate it. And it was hard, but I didn't loathe it. So it just went from there, really. I joined a running club in Bristol to try and make friends because I'm an introvert, uh, believe it or not, because I come across very gobby on social media. <laughs> but yeah, and it, I just kind of continued it from there really I find it a really great way to meet people who you'll never meet in real life via work or you know friendship circles so and here we are and here we are and were you were uh, were you sporty before you started running when you were younger oh god no I was that kid who I've, I spoke about this recently actually I on the first day of secondary school I asked where the library was <laughs> and spent most of my time with my nose in the book which I don't do as much as I should now because I'm out running but it's something that I found as I got older the benefits really kind of presented themselves to me kind of mentally and physically and I think not to sound so cliche, but running's kind of really shaped me as a person, especially in my early adult years. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to hear it, to be fair, because it's a question I always like to ask, because you, you find you get two types of runners. You do get people who, you know, oh, I played football for years, then I couldn't do it because of a knee injury. And, and so now I've decided oh, I'll take up running. But then you've also got people like you've said, and, and, and probably quite similar to me, who weren't sporty at school. But running's different, isn't it? It's not you don't have to be a, a, a quote, you don't have to be a jock to do it. You know what mm. I mean? It's, it, 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 there's so much more to it, isn't there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, my sister, I've got a twin sister and she was always a sporty one. She was in the tennis clubs and the football clubs. And there was just me on the sidelines. Like, yeah. gosh, why would you do that for pleasure? And now here's me on a Sunday contemplating going out in sub-zero temperatures. So <laughs> it's amazing how it changes is isn't it just it grips you it grips your hashtag run life um so the one thing that I, I wanted to just loop back around that you mentioned before because you did say that you're an introvert a bit of a bookworm at school uh how how talk to me about joining that running club then how did you find that experience and stepping out of your comfort zone to do it because it's a really great conversation to start for people who might be wanting to make friends, wanting to expand their social network through running, but maybe you're a little bit hesitant to go out and get involved in a running club. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the first running club session I joined, I went for the kind of pre-6am, <laughs> all yeah. the mums with their, their buggies have turned up to this session because that's when they can fit it in, because I thought it would be kind of the quietest and I'd sort of be able to hide behind all the prams, <laughs> um, but that didn't happen. Uh, and actually not that many people turned up. So it was kind of a really gentle introduction to running. And at that point I was fairly unfit. I could probably run a run walk or so 5K, but I wasn't really too confident with my running. And I think that's one thing that the running clubs 
did give me was that confidence in my ability because you're training with other people, you're talking with other people, and before you know it, you're just comfortably at a conversation pace talking about something you love whilst you're doing something you love. Um, So it was, I was shy to begin with and I was a bit nervous, but the thing is with runners is we can always talk about running and we do, and we we did. So you're never going to run out of conversation because if conversation dries up and you just kind of go, so, what's the half marathon time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to say, there's such a deep pool of uh, of things you can pull on with running, isn't there? Um, okay. So, talk to me a little bit then. So, how does your running journey evolve? Then, talk to me through some of the highs. Then, after you join the running club, what 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 twists and turns does the journey take? What are some of the great memories you've got then from the the ensuing uh, time? Well, it's a bit tricky because I really found myself as a runner last January, so January right. 2020. I was feeling really fit, really healthy. I had started to get so many PBs uh, in most distances and all of a sudden lockdown hit. So the the joys that I was finding from running was up to, up until then was the community aspect behind it, which again sounds so crazy uh, as someone who identifies as an introvert, but I found that I could really connect with runners and it, it sounds so weird to say that that's kind of the highlight of running for me but I've sort of been able to come out of my shell and really find who I am as a person because of that I've not really done any kind of amazing races I I'm quite a fan of the locals quite a fan of the run-throughs a little name yep. drop there yep. uh, but Oh yeah, I don't don't know. Running highs, it's a tricky one because I feel like I've got a lot of plans that were meant to happen last year and they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. No, 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 that's that's fine. It's a good segue though. So talk to me about COVID then. So how's COVID been for you? How's it impacted not just the running journey, but kind of like wider life as well? So in terms of wider life, uh, by trade, I'm a lighting technician in theatre. So we've not got a lot on at the moment. Uh, (laughs) So I'm very lucky that I've been on furlough basically since March. Uh, And financially, that's kind of left me, you know, in a good enough place. I can get by and not worry about life in that aspect. So I've really turned my uh, life toward concentrating on running and training and just filling my days with getting better and getting stronger as an, a quote-unquote athlete because I have always been injured I pick up an injury just by looking at someone else with an injury so Covid in a wider respect has benefited me a lot in, in my running journey I would say uh, I just, it's just incredibly sad and lonely that we can't run with friends but yeah but hopefully hopefully it'll return it'll return soon um okay so covid's happening mm-hmm. you're training you you know the, the the running's coming along um you've got big plans though for 2021 haven't you um not just from running perspective but from from the advocacy and the campaigning that you do so this is probably going to take up the biggest part of this chat because it's, for me it's 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 as important as as i don't want to say it's more important than your running journey because of course your running journey is incredibly important but you know the work that you're doing is is so important Talk to me a little bit about 
the public sexual harassment stuff and the work that you've been doing, how you got involved in, in you know, the awareness piece and, and what the plans are for the future with it. Yeah, so I think most women, especially listening to this, can agree that, you know, you grow up and you're sort of told by your parents, well, you're not going out dressed like that, young lady. Put some clothes on, put a longer top on. Um, I don't know what that accent is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting out of you. Yeah, roll with uh, it. <laughs> and it's just something that's part and parcel of being a woman growing up. So I never really gave catcalling, uh, wolf whistling, uh, which will fall under the umbrella term of public sexual harassment or street harassment. I never really gave it a second thought because it's just something you experience as a woman and you're just like, yeah, it happens. It's annoying, but it happens. And then when COVID struck and like I said, I was spending a lot of my time outside. I was really finding myself, finding who I was as an athlete, athlete. Uh, and I just noticed the frequency in harassment was increasing drastically and it was really starting to get me down and I found myself changing my behavior to uh, kind of make myself more comfortable on the streets so I would think about what I was wearing like are these shorts too short should I put a, a long sleeve top on instead of vest top and let's remember like at the height of lockdown it was kind of it was hot not, it? it was a it's hot year yeah. um so I didn't want to be wearing long sleeve tops and leggings in the summer I wanted to be comfortable uh but I was second guessing myself because I had started to think am I inviting these comments and this unwanted attention so I put a little post out on Instagram saying hey ladies uh I'm noticing an influx in harassment. Have you noticed this too? And I got a lot of comments from people saying, actually, yeah, we're feeling a little bit unsafe on the streets. There are less bystanders around. So we, because at the height of lockdown, you know, everyone was really behaving themselves and there weren't actually that many people out on the streets. And so there were no bystanders around to kind of, maybe make you feel that little bit safer and the people who were harassing people or me that I found there just seemed to be less accountability there mm-hmm. because there weren't people around um so I got an amazing response it's sad that I got a huge response from it I guess but it definitely seemed that there had been an influx in lockdown around street harassment and I really wanted to get to the bottom of this so I started talking to some women about their experiences and interviewing interviewing them for some little blog posts that I called quit the cat call and it's kind of all just gone from there really I started talking to some amazing campaigners at safe in the city and at our streets now who are women who do phenomenal work around trying to make the streets safer for girls and women Uh, and i'm really sorry to be binary in this conversation but i'm just talking from my experience uh, as a woman i'm very aware that harassment affects not only the the male and female binary but everyone yeah um so gosh I've lost my train of thought now but yeah so I've just started talking to these amazing campaign groups and we're just really hoping to 
bring attention to the fact that this happens. It's not necessarily appropriate. It is going to stop some people, especially new runners, from wanting to get out there and try something that, quite frankly, has changed my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I got a little bit lost in what you were saying then, because it's it's something that as and, and you're absolutely right in saying that this isn't necessarily just a strictly female binary issue. You know, men, uh, people who don't identify to a particular gender, um, it, it can impact anybody. However, speaking from my experience as a man, I have never thought about when I should run or what I should wear when I'm running. Mm-hmm. And listening to you talk about that, about, you know, I'm, you know, are these shorts too short? I think about are these shorts too short because they are too short. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's like, I, I don't want, it's almost like the other end of the spectrum. It's like I'm exposing myself to people. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's a vitally important subject to talk about. And I think it's not a problem simply for the people who are being harassed. It's a, it's a conversation that needs to be had by everybody. And I think that's why it's vitally important. What, I mean, what, have you, what are the plans for 2021? Then I know it's about raising awareness. I know you've been working with these great charities, but are there any steps that you're taking, any work that you're doing through social media, anything that people can get involved with or communicate with you about to help and support? So I want to... It's such a tricky uh, question to answer, really. Like, how are we going to put an end to, the, to this? Because until we change people's minds on how we view each other... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very, it's a large problem within society. And until we change how we view each other in society, there's not going to be a whole lot of definitive action points. However, I feel like the more we speak about it and the more we record our experiences and the more we report our experiences to the appropriate authorities, the more awareness we will raise and therefore people will realize okay this is actually a problem it's it's not just a friendly banter or comment it's an actual issue and I have been speaking a little bit with the women at our streets now who have shown an interest in sporting campaigns and making uh, sporting safer from women on the streets because at the moment we are we're in lockdown again Mm-hmm. And we are being forced to train on the streets. And I don't know if you've seen recently in Wales, there's been a lot of uproar about uh, women athletes and their training because they are finding that they're being harassed because they can't go and train in the designated kind of centres and track and tracks they usually train in. So the Welsh government recently have reviewed lockdown rules uh, mm-hmm. up until I think the beginning of February, you couldn't meet with one other person outside of your household to yeah, exercise yeah, with. Yeah. You, you could in England, but not in Wales. Yeah, not in Wales, yeah, yeah. And I know that, <clears throat> pardon me, the government have taken women's safety into account in now allowing them to meet up with a member of another household, which is great. So, yeah, in terms of kind of direct action, it's tricky. Uh but I'm just going to keep on speaking out, doing what I'm doing. I want to encourage other people to speak out too. And Runners World, the magazine, who they've got a really great uh, presence around the street harassment kind of side of things. They've got a group called Runners Alliance, who in 2017 did a survey on street harassment. And they're doing a new one this year. 
because there's been such an influx in runners in lockdown and over the past years especially. So I would encourage people if they have had experiences of harassment, or even if you haven't, just to balance out the survey a bit, go and take that survey and speak out about your experiences because until we're all open and honest about a problem, it's really hard to fix it. Yeah, and and that survey it's in your uh, it's on we'll, we'll we'll do all the the Instagram stuff and the tags at the end, but it's in your bio, isn't it? I, I was it's on in it my this bio. morning, so yeah, brilliant. And and I think the other thing as well is that the, the 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 thing that really resonates with what you're saying is that it's about communication, it's about awareness, it's about communication. People, not just in not just with this topic, but I I think people with anything in life find safety in being the majority. So if they're not called out, if they're not the minority, you talk about sort of races, anything from racism on the football stands to um, transphobia, um, you know, in the industrial North, you know, any subject that you can think of. Um, if you're in the majority and there isn't, there isn't a vocal kind of opposition talking to you about it, then you are going to feel more comfortable in not being challenged on your views, your beliefs and the things you do and say. So if we can encourage that communication more, if we can encourage that advocacy more and that awareness more, then surely that's going to move those people into the minority. Absolutely. I think herd mentality has a lot to do with it. I think from my experience, the majority of my street harassment has come from groups of uh, men, men in vans because I think there's a certain aspect of locker room banter that around harassment it's still seen as something funny their actions don't seem inherently harmful to them in that moment mm -hmm. however harassment on the streets i think is a gateway to sort of disrespecting people more in other ways and i think yeah. if we can nip street harassment in the bud hopefully we can keep a lot of people safer in other aspects of life but no, it's hard good. to know no, no, good, good summary. Uh, talk to me about social media then. So you are active on social media. How have you found that's helped? Not just the street harassment stuff, but also your running journey um, in general. Um, accountability. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm saying I'm going for a run, I put it on Instagram. I've kind of got to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, no, social media, I think, is a blessing and a curse. I find having been in lockdown with not a lot to do, especially over the winter months that I've definitely spent too much time on there. I've probably compared myself a lot to other people on there more than I would like. And it's something that you don't really realize you're doing at the time until you wake up and you're like, oh, why can't I get a sub 20 minute 5K? It's like, well, because you've not trained for it, Catherine. You've not, <laughs> you've not trained for that. Yeah. It doesn't just come out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but I think, especially within the running community, social media is an absolute joy. I find people generally are really open, honest and willing to talk about their journeys, uh, especially around lockdown. People have been so amazingly open about their mental health and their struggles in this time. And I think it's been a big comfort to me in my wider life that actually we're kept apart, but we're not completely disconnected. Yeah. So social media for me is I should manage it better, <laughs> but it's become a massive part of my life. I've made such good friends on there. Yeah, man, I've died. We can we're all guilty of that, aren't we? But the the positives are definitely 
definitely there if used correctly. Uh, okay, so you've talked to me a little bit about, well, a lot about about the plans for 2021 um, uh, in terms of the activism, the advocacy, the street harassment stuff. But what else, from a running perspective, what's what, 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 what's Cat got in plan for 2021? I just want to do a race. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. just want to do a race. I don't care what distance it is. Um, I, I just want to keep getting better and stronger and fitter. I think I've really learned to challenge myself over the past 10 months with running. I've become a lot less scared of failure. I've got an amazing coach who sort of encourages me in some aspects to fail because you can't really learn unless, you, you know, you, you yeah. fall down and you get up again. Uh, so I'd like to run my first marathon. I was meant to run a few last year and that never happened. And yeah. I'm not one of those people, those amazing people who could go out and run one virtually because quite frankly, I want the medal and the t-shirt and, uh, the, and the accolades. You need, you, you, need, you need the cheering and the, yeah, yeah definitely. I have struggled with the lack of racing actually, because it was something I was really getting into and to have that taken away from me, I feel like the hole is missing mm-hmm. uh, but yeah run my first marathon keep improving across all distances hopefully and maybe get back to parkrun at some point oh, I, miss, dream. I miss parkrun so miss much parkrun. Yeah. and when I was a, a teenager in uni when I just teenager in uni yeah I guess so yeah, you I, were, yeah. yeah when I was in university I thought people who got up at 9am to run on a Saturday were absolutely mad and then I got the bug yeah, and yeah. I I don't want to do anything else now. <laughs> I've yeah. been getting no. up and run a five k. Couldn't couldn't agree more. And yeah, if I think back to nineteen year old Rob, I think I was still out drinking at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning. But um, yeah, different world now, I suppose. I know, I know. It's amazing how running changes who you are as a person. It completely changes your priorities. I think. Run, running and horrendous old age for me but uh, <laughs> you're, you're not quite there yet um so uh, right so i think we've we've covered loads of amazing stuff thank you so much before we finish though a few things to I, I guess there's some really important shout outs that you're going to need to give in terms of if people want to um learn more about the uh, the street harassment stuff if people want to support get involved if people want to tell their stories or or want to communicate so first and foremost instagram you're super active you are cat the runner Yep, that's me. Yeah, talk to me about some of the other th- things then. So, what, how how can we find the charities that you're working with if we want to? Um, so I am currently an an ambassador. Mm-hmm. Can't articulate my words today uh, for an app called Safe in the City, who are currently primarily working in London and Berlin, and hopefully they'll branch out to other cities. But I have a link for them in my bio, and they're all about keeping women safer being able to report harassment as and when it happens uh our streets now are an amazing campaign group who i highly recommend people check out they don't just cover harassment in running they cover harassment in schools harassment uh religion and ethnicity-based harassment uh and gosh i can't think what else really basically if there's an amazing campaign group. I will have probably tagged it in one yeah. of my photos. Yeah, fine, uh, fine. Yeah. Gateway to, to the support. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I'm always talking about these groups. So, I mean, give me a follow. No, that's not, <laughs> that's not, not a shameless not plug. It, not begging it. But <laughs> that's not a shameless plug, but I, I genuinely want people to find out about these groups so that they can know that we're all on the same journey and we're all experiencing this 
nonsense and you're not alone and there are people working on it. Yeah, great message. Uh, I also like to write about uh, women's experiences on my blog, catthetherunner.com. So if you have a story and you want to tell me about it, uh, anonymously or not, I'd love to have a chat and we can we can get your message out there. Brilliant. And we'll, we'll link all this in the podcast bio. Um, anything, anyone else you want to shout out, anyone you say hello to, mention before we finish up today? Oh, I just want to say thanks to my mum for... No, uh, <laughs> uh, no, just the general running community on Instagram. They're a bunch of legends and I don't know where I'd be in this lockdown without them. Yeah. Oh, and also hashtag team Matt. Oh, I was, I was liking you so much then. I know. Should we, st- should we re-record that? Or? Yeah, I'll take that. That's getting cut out. Uh-huh. Uh, no, lovely cat. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. Um, awesome running journey, even if it is only just starting. Uh, big things predicted, I reckon, in the future for you. And please, you know, keep going with what you're doing because, you know, I've learned a lot in this 20 minutes we've been talking. I'm sure other people have. Um, and there's a lot more that we can all do. So really, really appreciate it. Uh, have a great day. And uh, hopefully don't run too many miles for Team Matt. Oh, I'm going to go out and run an ultra now just to spite <laughs> you. <laughs> Very good. Thanks, <laughs> Take Rob. care. And that is why I felt that we should be listening to Cat first. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. That this, this hashtag that people have been sharing, uh, not sharing, but the not all men hashtag that people use, it needs to change. It is all men. We, we had this discussion on, on a run. Uh, around around um, Rother Valley together when we went yeah. on Rother Valley the other week, and you, you mentioned this chap that had lived in a uni uni flat for for like a few years, uh, and and put up with his mates catcalling uh, and and ogling girls and all that sort of stuff, and uh, and then he ended up his his friend ended up raping raping this girl, mm-hmm. uh, and and it needs discussing, it needs talking about. Uh, how can we change our our own behaviours to benefit the bigger picture? Yeah, I, I I think the thing for me, Matt, is that it 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 clearly isn't enough just no. not doing it. Yeah. No one's saying that you're a rapist, man. Check your ego at the door. Nobody is saying that you are an abuser or that you disrespect women. But what? people are so desperately saying what women are saying is we're tired man we're tired we've tried to do it on our own mm. and it's not working everybody need... everybody needs to join in everybody needs to be involved yeah i saw a uh, i watched a ted talk by a guy called jackson Katz, which i'd strongly recommend anybody watch um but one of the things that came out of it was a, a quote by martin luther king um he said that in the end we will remember not the words of our enemies but the silence of our friends yeah see I, I take from that is is if you are if you're out with your friends and, and your friends are, are doing that sort of stuff we need to be calling them out for it that's what yeah. i take from that quote yeah yeah we're complicit if, if we're, we're complicit in quiet. our silence yeah, sorry mate. exactly yeah. no if we if we stay quiet and we, we we're we're kind of allowing that behavior to happen then it, it's, it's the silence of me your friend not telling other people that is that should you be doing that should you be doing that yeah and it, it, it all the, these these past episodes before the sad news of what happened over the weekend um with sarah um these past episodes have made me think more about what i can do and yeah. what i can do to challenge people um but also you've got to, you've got to think about that 
that safety. I mean, I, I went for a run with Donna the other other week, and there were loads of lads down on the fields playing football. Um, nothing got said to her, nothing was mentioned, but I was thinking in my head, if if they cat called Donna there and then in that situation, I'd say there were about eight or nine of them there. You've got to think about your own safety as well. Um, I probably would have said something, but you've also got to be smart in when you do say stuff. So if you, yeah. if you, do, you, do you get what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying, I, I do, trying to I say? I do. I do. I, I do get what you mean, mate. And I think that this is more about again. That's reactive, and reactive mm. doesn't work. You can't mm. puff your chest out and and go and try and fix it. It's no. it's too. That that's that's our beat our chest masculinity in us, and that doesn't fix it. Clearly, it doesn't fix it. So it's got to be about proactivity. It's education of young boys and men to teach them to respect women. Um, it's it's like you said, it's highlighting that behaviour in your peers. Talk to your boys, man. Daniel Sloth's quote, mm. incredibly poignant and relevant. Talk to your fucking boys yeah. and tell them, tell them if they're inappropriate, if they're out of line. Educate them that behaviour is not acceptable. Yeah. I think the other thing for me is that it's about accountability. You re- you referenced it really well there, Matt, and it's about accountability. So the thing for me is uh, one thing that the, the ladies talked about, Ruth Bennett brought it up. She doesn't have Strava, right? Yeah. And she said, I don't have Strava because of the, the concerns from a location perspective that people would know where I am. Right. So the girls went on to talk about changing the privacy settings, maybe deleting Strava, et cetera, et cetera. That's, mm. your wi- that's, that's a winning solution to the problem. What about us as men, right? Mm. I couldn't care less if somebody knows where I live. I couldn't. Yeah. Honestly, I, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Maybe that's me being naive, but I couldn't care less. So I've yeah. never thought about my privacy settings on Strava. I know it exists, but I've I, never done it. Yeah, I've never yeah. thought about it, yeah. But I live with my wife. My mm. children are in my home. Never mind my home. What about when I run with our female friends? Yeah. I've never, on, and I'll own it, I've never in my life gone to a female friend's house and said, are you comfortable if I put this on Strava? Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, I've, ne- I've, never, I've never thought about that either. And, it's not, oh. it, and this is what I'm trying to get to, man. It's not about telling women what they should do. They know yeah. what they need to do. Mm. It's about what we can do. And that's where the accountability comes in. So this weekend, I've got and I've changed my, Strava, my privacy settings on Strava. Oh. And... And I've pledged that if I ever run close to somewhere where any of my female friends live, or in fact, run with a female friend at all, because it's not just about your home, it's about people knowing where you are. Yeah. I'm going to ask them, are you comfortable I share this on social media? Are you comfortable I share this on Strava? Because that's my accountability. Yeah. How would you do that then? How how would you do that on Strava? Uh, So you know all the settings and stuff. Yeah, so you you know your little wheel in the top right-hand corner? Oh, settings, yeah? Settings, that's the one, yeah. In your profile, right. if you um, if you scroll down, you'll see um, privacy controls. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And then in the additional controls section, there's privacy zones. Yes. And then what you can do is you can add your address in, and you can set a radius through which it won't show on your Strava. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool, isn't it? So you can set it as far as as, as pretty like. Oh, that's right, good. Yeah. Wow. And, and then the other thing is obviously if you look at above it where you appear profile pages your activities you can set that so that only your followers can see as well so it's not visible to the outside world right oh brilliant yeah i'm doing that right now that's a good 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 point that and like you said the um if if i ever go and run with other 
other people. Don't have to be women. Could be men. Anybody. Um, especially women. Yeah. If I if I if I set that precedent and say, look, if I take the initiative and say, do you mind? Like you said, do you mind if I I, I share this on thing? In fact, do we should I should I even be asking? I should be setting it anyway. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And you, you know what's quite interesting about what you said there as well, man. You talked about men. And one of the things that I've seen shared quite a lot on social media is, well, as a man, I can feel unsafe as well. Mm. And I did just want to tell a little bit of a story. And, it's, and, and, and honestly, it's not to, to detract or, or, or take away from, from, from the narrative. I, I'm hoping it adds to it. I'm not the most masculine of men and I suffer with anxiety. Mm. And I, I do fear being out at night on my own. Uh, when I was 18, I went on a night out in Liverpool and I lost my friends. It was one of the first times I'd ever been out. I had Gosh. quite long hair, black nail varnish. So I was a bit of a rocker at the time. Yeah. Um, and I was in Liverpool, quite a rough part of Liverpool. If you know Liverpool, the crazy house, the big rock club, is right in the middle of all the non-rock right. clubs. And you get to the bottom of Wood Street and there's an O'Neill's, which is a notoriously quite a rough bar. And a bloke gripped me by the back of my head, grabbed me by the hair, pulled me towards him and told me he was going to kill me. Oh, wow. And... It was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. And I always tell the story because what happened was this lovely girl came out, um, uh, really brash scouse girl, came out of a club opposite and she and she hit the bloke. She told him to get off me. Um, she told him he needs to go and sort his life out. And then I was lost. I was scared. I was only 18. I didn't have a mobile phone, anything like yeah. that. She gave me money. She told me where the payphone was in Lime Street Station to call my mum. She looked after me, man, right? Wow, wow, and I... And I tell that story all the time. And that story is an example of as a man where I was made to feel intimidated. Let me tell you something. Every time I have told that story, and it's probably a hundred times in my life, do you know what I've never been asked? Go on. What I was wearing. Nah. -uh. Yeah. You know what else I've never been asked? Mm. Why I was on my own at that time of night. Ah, uh, victim blaming. Victim mm. blaming. Exactly. And that's the point. Nobody's telling you guys that you're not okay to feel afraid when you're out and about. What they're saying is that being a woman is not a contributing factor for you as a man. No. So rather than looking for reasons why it doesn't affect somebody else, try to find an empathy for why they're struggling. And then maybe we can move forward together to find a way out of this absolute shit show of a horrible situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well said. Jesus, uh, makes, you, makes you think, man. Makes you uh, think. It does. And, and then the last thing I wanted to just make a point of saying is, you know, we're not sat here mansplaining. We're not sat here saying we know the answers. I said yeah. it at the top of the conversation. Our voice is not the important one here. The important voice is the women, the amazing women that make up our running community and make up our society. But we need to lend our voice to support them. Don't be complicit in our silence, man. Do not be complicit. Help. Be open to education. Be open to criticism. Be open to building a better world for our children because that's what it's about. I've got two little boys and a little girl and I don't want them to grow up in a world that we're currently in because it's not good enough. Mm. Yeah. Well said. Well All right. said. All right, listen, let's let's talk about something else though. This conversation isn't gonna end. We're gonna no. keep we're gonna keep banging this drum, we're gonna keep this narrative going well beyond the end of this series with what the fart like. But you know, Cat Roberts, what an amazing chat. It wasn't just about street harassment, was it? What a no. great running journey. Yeah, brilliant. She she, she um, the fact that she wants to uh she, she not want to run she wants to run a marathon, but she don't want to do none of that virtual stuff for the pure reason that she wants to have a, a medal and a t shirt at the end and have yeah. that 
that accolade of people cheering her on and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant chat with her, and, and quite a positive, outgoing person. Yeah, yeah, great, wasn't she? Even though uh, she says she's a bit of an introvert, but she she seems she seems all right by us. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing wrong if you're introvert either. Might have just had exactly. Um, so let's let's get back onto the track with our normal show. Matt, how's your week been, dude? Yes, it's been good. I've enjoyed doing the uh, the, the Matt Run scavenger hunt stuff, uh, the bingo car. That's been good, good, great fun. Uh, yeah, just plodding along, um, and that's about it. Just enjoying it. How about you? You know what, mate? I'm just gutted that it's over. Mm. Make Matt run. We are one one little chat with Statman John away from drawing a line under what has been... I'm not... Incredible. Don't think I'm exaggerating saying that it's a bit of a life-changing experience, man. Yes. Mm. Yes, definitely. Especially, especially with all the different challenges and getting people involved and the community, the togetherness. It's just been massive, mega. Yeah, definitely. And it's going to be interesting to find out what's happened. You, of course, I, I, I think has an insurmountable lead. What is about 400 yeah. miles ahead? You are yeah, I think I, 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 yeah, I, claim, I claim victory, didn't I? Prematurely claimed victory last week. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. <laughs> see how it you goes. But I think, yeah, we're about 400, 400 odd miles. It's going to be a tough one. So for the last time, sadly, should we go over and talk to the man himself? Yes, let's do it. Some say he has the legs of a cheetah. And that he wants to play bass guitar for Death Leopard. All we know is he's called Statman John. That that usually works. Where it? Eh? I'll, I'll try one. All right. Some say he's the father of God, and that he invented microwaves. All we know is he's called Statman John. Is that he's called Statman John? Statman John. That, Matt, what's happening? Where, he's normally that, that call normally it's like a Batman call for Statman John, that where, where is that, it? That signal, I know it yeah. Mate, if he's oh. How are we gonna find out the the results? <laughs> <laughs> I wanna know if I won! This is nonsense! Jesus this is, Christ. He's ruined the whole bloody segment! Come bloody rogue. Wait, hang on. Hang on, my phone's ringing. Hello? Hello, lads. Statman John? Huh? It's me, lads. I've got a burner. <laughs> what do you mean you've got a... Where, you... Where are you? <laughs> I've done it, lads. I'm gone. I'm travelling the world. <laughs> what? Why? 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 <laughs> I've finally... I've mastered the neck rotation. I am uh, I'm off to find myself and most importantly Harold. Oh, it all makes sense. Okay. So you've gone on you've gone on a bit of a round the world journey to discover yourself. Yeah, that's it. Look. I want new experiences, cultures, cuisines. Uh, but I really, it's the last week, so I had to just quickly guess your number, Rob. I hope you don't mind. Wait, 
Good guess. Great guess. A, a statistician. So, so going around the world, seeing new cultures, new things. You've been inspired, Statman John. I mean, where are you this week? Oh, it's fantastic. This place I'm oh, in. Foreign, foreign, exotic places, yeah? Yeah, it's full of history. Like, you've never known. The food is great. Um, the people are magnificent. This is... I've started on a high, lads, I tell you. Yeah, where are you? I'm in Ipswich. I'm going to be in India or... <laughs> oh, a Tokyo or something like that. <laughs> what, what, what drew you to Ipswich, that man, John? Uh, did you know it was the first town to be captured by the Vikings? And that was enough for me. <laughs> Switch that one, Jam. It's magnificent. I hope it does continue to be this good, this journey. I really hope that, oh. you know, if you're going to visit all the continents. All the around. Country. Yep, I've got to look everywhere, up and down for uh, how old I will find it. Uh, let's oh. hope that you've peaked in, <laughs> in Ipswich. I do. I hope I haven't peaked as well. Uh, right. Okay. So... Uh, you've, you've, so you've left us, you've abandoned us, but we still don't know what's going on with the end of Make Matt Run, Statman John. Well, don't worry, lads, I've got it all in my head. All the numbers are there. Oh, nice. Right, okay, nice. so do you uh, have anybody a last on your mind? Matt hits with a the theme music. Uh, don't I, I, I need to introduce the Make Matt Run challenge, don't I? Uh, yeah, if you want to. I thought we got past that. Sorry, yeah, go on, hit us with the Make Matt Run challenge first. <laughs> I don't know. With a make Matt run challenge. You, you sped through that. I don't feel like you um you were really feeling it. So oh, stop, yeah. calm down, take a breath, and do it properly. This is the last one. That right, isn't it. Oh. <laughs> make Matt run challenge. Oh, God, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> come on, lads. Come on. Let's be brave. Oh. Um, hit us with a, with a, always on my mind, Matt. You've been on Statman John's mind. Oh, you have been on Statman John's mind. Thank you so much, Matt. Mm, I'm going to miss beautiful. that. Um, so, Rob, shall I go to you first? Please. I have had the wonderful Muriel Dempsey on the mind. Yes, our international participant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll see her on the travels. Who knows? Maybe, maybe you can ask if you can stay with us, that man, John. No, I will not see her in person. I will see her. <laughs> she wants to meet. Well, has been on your mind. And uh, then I've got the little slacky six seven five. Oh, he did no. well this week, didn't he? He yeah. did well this week. Fifty-one mile, I bless him. That was who's, a good uh, one. Who's been on your Who's been on your mind from Matt's team, Statman John? I actually have a Muckpool Road to London. He's on the mind. Yes, yeah. part of the uh, podcast team. And, uh, and then I've had Hayley runs here. I've had her son Finley has been on the mind. Why has oh. Finley been? I know this story, Statman John. Why has Finley been on your mind? Louise sent me a postcard and let me know that uh, Finley has also been practicing to be an owl. 
<laughs> Inspiring the nation's children! <laughs> I love it! Oh, Steve, I could just, I could just imagine it, it looking at a son like, with it, tilting his head to one side and then to the other, early just saying, what are you doing? <laughs> I want to be Statman John. <laughs> did that just fill you with pride, Statman John? It really did. I felt an emotion I've not felt before. <laughs> you're, you're a role model, Statman John. Thank you. Thank you, lads. Uh, Matt, do you want to hit us with the outro music? So you have been on Statman John's mind. Yes, you have been on Statman John's mind. And never more. Thank you. Thank you very much, lads. Uh, Are you ready for this? I, I am so ready. So, Snapman John, just given what's going on, would you mind, I'm sure you can do this in your head, would you mind giving us, because I was losing, so could you? would you mind starting by giving us my weekly score first, and then if you could give me my total score, and then same for Matt, and we'll see. Does that sound all right? That's um, fine. Matt can do that for you. In which case, just get it off. We quit, rip it off like a plaster. All right. <laughs> so, Rob, for last week. Yeah. I've never started with this number. Yeah. Four oh five two point seven eight. My God, that's the God, isn't it? That is the biggest. Mm. We had to make up what four hundred and fifty. Mi- we might, we might do it. What, a... what was our final? What was our final mileage? Final mileage was two four one eight five point eight nine. Eight nine Jeez. four one eight. Okay, so Matt needs quick maths. Quick maths. Got to be about three and a half thousand. <laughs> oh, okay, right. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Right, start, man, John. Hit us with Matt's. Give us Matt's weekly mileage first. Matt, are you ready? Come on, start, with your, four, start with your four. Start with your four. Start with your four. Jump on this ride. Start with your four. Last week. <laughs> start, come on, start on John. <laughs> last week it was three, <gasps> six, four, oh. four point seven four. It's got to be really close. Yeah. Really your close. Total, That's four hundred miles. Matthew, your total is two four. Yeah. 202.7. Get in! Yes! Yes! Woo! Get in! Yes! I've won! I've won! Yes! Sorry. What was the difference? Five, it five was 16.82. What? Sixteen and a half miles. Mm-hmm. Jesus! Yeah. Oh my God! Ten weeks of running, everybody's miles, and there's 16 miles in it. 20 people, and it's come down to a 16 mile difference. Jeez! Wow. Well, well done, well done for you on on that last week. You what, 400 miles? Yeah. Thanks, mate. You pulled it back. Wow. Huge congratulations to Can I be the first to congr- to formally concede and say congratulations to Team Matt. Uh, worthy winners, worthy winners. Uh, some amazing performances over the weeks, but well done, Team Robin. Couldn't be more proud of of that. That you couldn't have tried any harder. Sixteen miles, man. Jeez, what a what a tournament. <laughs> well played. I'd, I'd check your hand before with you with you, mate, and uh, say, well, well done. Well uh, done. The, the the beers are on me. 
Mm. The beers are on me. Um, wow. Okay. Did, did, that did we make it? Did we make it around the world? No. Twenty-four nine hundred in it around the world. I think. Yeah. I, I think we landed about one hundred and fifty miles off the coast of bloody Ireland. <laughs> Get in the sea. <laughs> Get in the sea. We're all we're all we're all losers, really. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that is gutting. Actually, we didn't quite make it around the world. I know, yeah. Um, oh, but amazing yeah. performance. What 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 a, what a challenge, right? And we're going to do another series. one. We're going to do another one on the back of it. We're going to do another community challenge. So, is some breaking news for you guys. Next series, we're going to be doing. There's going to be a brand new make Matt run. Rob versus Matt challenge coming, which we will uh, tell you about in a little while but we're also going to do a separate community challenge similar to this one so that everybody can get involved. Mm. What do you reckon? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Statman John, we're keeping on the line, man. Uh, sir, can I just say thank you for being you? You are welcome, lads. I, uh, I just want to say you didn't make it around the world, but don't worry, I will, in your honour. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you'll do what we couldn't do Statman John maybe you could visit all the places that we went to on the maps on yes. our challenges you could, maybe you could make some of your destinations that um, good Statman John I'm not ready for you to not be in my life if I'm honest sir would you mind if in series three we maybe had a chat with you on a regular basis to see how your round the world trip is going we could make it a state we could make a bit of a segment couldn't we matt oh yeah that'd be good good idea yes Great that'd idea. be just... fantastic have oh, you got enough money for all those burner phones though no oh, don't worry about that don't oh. i'll make them <laughs> <laughs> brilliant <laughs> now listen Go on, just go on. I've uh, noticed a little conga line of some geese, so I'm going to have to go so I can join it. <laughs> <laughs> some Ipswich geese. Uh, Statman John, go and enjoy your goose conga. Boy, um, sights of Ipswich. Uh, we love you, sir. You are a gentleman and a scholar, and we cannot wait to hear about your journey in Series 3. God bless. Right. See you later, lads. All the best, John. Bye. Bye. Congratulations, buddy. <laughs> Who is the winner? Who is the winner? You are the, the tiny winner. And you know what? No, 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 Rob. Running is the winner. The Running? <laughs> family. Hashtag Fartlake family is the winner. I think. Yeah, yeah, but also you're the winner. <laughs> I'm the winner. <laughs> I've got two stars on this on this T-shirt now. <laughs> oh, it's the same, mate. Two in a row, isn't it? Two in a row. Um... Yes, very humbling experience, but so much fun. So much fun, yes. Brilliant how many people take part. Um, So I'm not going to say anything about our community challenge. We're going to leave that, okay, for a little while. Uh, We're going to announce it as a little bit of a teaser in between the two series. But should we tell people about Series 3 of Make Matt Run? Do you know yet about Series 3 of Make Matt Run? I told you. I don't think you've told me, no. I'm in the dark here for this. Okay, so you're going to have to think of a new theme tune, okay? Right. So it's the Make Mad Run Challenge, still. Mm. I'm Brian Blessed! Sorry. No, here we go. He's off, he's off. <laughs> the Make Mad Run Challenge! Um, sorry, I've not been Brian Blessed in a while. Um, so it's going to be the Make Mad Run Challenge. 
Challenge Matt. Challenge Matt? Yep. Hmm. Challenge Matt to what? <laughs> well, that's, that's the point, sir. So, do you remember SMTV Live? Oh, yes, back in the day. Yeah, we answered Deccan and told Cat Dealey, yeah? Ah, yes, bloody hell, that was a, a long while ago. Right, well, we don't have original ideas because we're not original human beings. So, um, <laughs> I was watching a documentary about it and thought, ooh, let's steal that. So, do you, remember, do you remember Challenge Ant? Yes, I do, yeah. Well, kids would come on and... Stupid things and challenge him to do different... Yeah, well, it was like a quiz show, wasn't it? It was like mm. they do a quiz and they and they win like N sixty four games and stuff. But so I've took that concept loosely. I'm not giving you any N sixty four games. Um, but what we're going to do is we we're, we're going to ask members of the What the Fartlek family, our wonderful listeners, mm-hmm. to challenge you every week. Okay, mm-hmm. they're going to come on the show and they're going to lay out the challenge before you. So the first one will be on episode one, <laughs> right? And it's going to be a whole variety. There'll be some running ones. There'll be some non-running ones. We're going to have a lot of fun with it, right? That'd be quite interesting. And here is the kicker, Matthew Taylor. Right. There's going to be a forfeit. Oh. Right? So if they beat you, you have to do a forfeit that they lay out. Right. Could be anything from washing my car to buying me a takeaway. Right. If you win, though, sir, on behalf of the What the Fartlet community, I will do that same forfeit. Right. Fair enough. What do you reckon? That sounds, that sounds good. That sounds good. I'm a tight, I'm a tight sod, so uh, let's make not, let's not, try not to make these challenges, these uh, forfeits, too, too expensive. <laughs> you can embarrass me as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, just don't make it cost me any money. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that. that. Yeah, that sounds good. We'll do eleven of them probably, so it's an so it's not an even number, and right. whoever gets the most wins the series. Good idea. Good challenge. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Right, yeah. So watch this space for the community challenge. But well, that's what Make Matt Run's going to look like. So mm. that's awesome. Nice. Right then. So for the last time this series, Matt. Yes. Oh, got a good news story for us today. I'm Brian Blessed. I do, and it's keeping in line with the Make Matt Run stuff. Uh, both Team Rob and Team Matt, the togetherness uh, in their own right, but also as a community as a whole. Um, it epitomises what we we are and what this show is about uh, and what we're trying to promote. So um, that said, there's three people that I do want to shout out today that became one Fartlet family from both teams. So there's uh, Lanky Legs Keeps Running, which is Ed, who's on my team. Uh, he's from England. Uh, Rosie Hapes Soup, who was on your team. Yes. Uh, she's from Wales. Uh, running Mum Leanne, and she's from Scotland. Uh, yeah, they, they they came together over the uh, weekend and did a 12-hour race, dawn to dusk. Yeah. Uh, so th- from, from sun, sun up to sunset. Uh, and they've done, they ran for the 12, 12 hours, uh, knocking up. Uh, Ed, Ed knocked up 69.33 miles. Uh, Rose Hate Soup knocked up 64.3 miles and Running Mumlian knocked over just over 60 miles for wow. these 12 hours. 12 hours. Um, I think oh. their team name was called Isles, Isles Among Us. Amazing. So the togetherness Amazing. and the community spirit is is our shout out for the uh, for the final one of uh, of good news story for this season. You are absolutely our heroes of the week, guys. We 
Brilliant. Okay. There we go, Matt. It's all done. It's all done. When will I see you again? <laughs> Probably tomorrow when we go for a run. <laughs> um, it feels like, it feels like, you know, that bit in the last ever episode of Friends where they leave the apartment uh, and they put the keys on the table and close the door behind them. No, 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 no. Um, it's sad. But we're not going to be away for long, are we, Matthew? How many, how many weeks do I get off? One. What? <laughs> <laughs> What an anticlimax. Uh, yeah, we're back. We're back. We're only taking a week off. We're going to be back on the 1st of April with a brand new series. Nice. Guess who we've got? First episode. Oh, we've already bagged him. We've already we've bagged already, him. We've already bagged him. Jack's excited. He's, <laughs> look at him go. He looks like a little chimp. Look at him getting really excited. He's jumping He's up and down his bed. He's got the book in front of him. Uh, we've got we've got a big get for this one, and I've already recorded it, and he is such a nice guy. We are chatting to Mr. Nick Butter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Look at Jack screaming. So <laughs> Nick Butter, the only person to have ever run a marathon in every, every country uh, in the wow. world. Wow. Wow. Just just one word. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is that doesn't how many countries me. is there in the world? Uh, Jack, how many countries are there in the world? Uh, I think there's 196, but he ended up doing more because he, for Guinness World Records, you have to make sure the GPS doesn't dip you, and you know Strava does, so he ended up doing more. But I think it was 196 or something. It is, it is, it is a lot of running. Because that is the name of his foundation, the 196 Foundation that he made on the back of it, that we'll talk all about with Nick on the 1st of April. Uh, amazing dude. Has done so much stuff, but is such a humble, dance-worth chap, and it was a really, really good chat. Looking forward to sharing it with everybody. Um, so look forward to that. Put us in your diaries. Uh, who have we got to say thank you to before we get out of here, Matt? Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you to the girls from the last last week, last week's episode, last week's show. They absolutely Amazing. knocked out of the park. Yeah, brilliant, Amazing. brilliant girls, brilliant effort. Um, obviously, Statman John. What thank him. What a yeah. guy. I'm glad he's coming back. I'm glad he's on board for season three. Man crush. <laughs> I love him. I love him. Uh, Graham Lilly for the oh, awesome. Sorry. It's all right. It's all right, man. <laughs> Let you off. Um, who else have we got to thank? Uh, we've got to thank Kat Roberts for her amazing yes, uh, chat yes. today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was great. Um, big thank you, of course, to JP. Uh, thankless task of editing everything um, I think that's about it thank you to all our Series 2 guests man. Yeah. Thank, you, thank you to all our Series 2 guests you guys have been amazing thank you to everybody who listened for uh, sharing the stories for telling your friends we have grown exponentially from Series 1 to Series 2 um, yeah. uh, we're getting so much more engagement from people thank you to everyone who took part in the Make Matt Run Challenge yeah. please recognize guys that we do this for you it's a labor of love um it's a lot of hard work but you're all part of it our fart like family as we've affectionately come to know you um we love it we love every single one of you we wouldn't do it if you didn't listen so please keep listening otherwise i'm gonna have to spend <laughs> with my family and i don't want to um but yeah thank you to all of you and and matt i know i give you shit mate but thank you to you for being no, my being the chewbacca to my hand solo um, I love you. Wait, it's, what? Chewbacca, I'm yeah. Han Solo. Why do I have to be that one? 
because he's the co-pilot. They're best mates. All right. I mean, I know that you're more of an Ewok in reality. <laughs> That's what we're hoping you're going to be. <laughs> I had to pay you a compliment. That's why I weren't expecting it. It was like a, a backhanded compliment. I was expecting. Been, to be fair, to be fair, if we're doing a Star Wars reference, it's like you want to be Han Solo and Chewbacca. In reality, you're C three PO and R two D two. I'm R two D two then, am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Short arse, yeah, definitely. Uh, yes, thank you, mate. I appreciate you. Very yes, much. I appreciate you too. Everybody that's been involved in the show, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, brilliant. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this journey. We are just getting started. We cannot wait to share the next chapter with you. Uh, remember to keep your runs wonderful. Uh, be excellent to each other. Don't let lockdown get you down, man. And on a serious note, as we said at the top of the chat today, this episode and this entire series... Um, is in memory of Sir Everard and uh, in recognition of all the struggles that the amazing women in our running community and beyond um, do face mm-hmm. it every single day. Um, we will do better. Um, we are going to do better and we're going to do better together. Um, if you were touched by anything that was talked about today, we're going to put links to everything in our bio, the Jackson Cats um, conversation, um, the Daniel Sloss loss uh clip all that kind of stuff jack's going to put all that in the bio uh cat roberts has said on multiple occasions if you are even affected by this reach out to her inbox is always open um yeah we we can do better guys and we will do so let's leave it on that note we love you peace <laughs>